Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome, I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. The show is dedicated to helping you make your vision become a reality. A visionary is someone who thinks about or plans the future with imagination or wisdom. As your pathfinder, I want to help you on your vision path to make the best future for you. You can listen to all our shows on most podcast platforms. If you have Apple Podcasts, iTunes, please subscribe to the Tony D'Urso Show. And if you like what you hear, a kind review really makes my day. And before we get going, here's a big thank you to some amazing sponsors of our show. Please stay tuned for an important message from Mint Mobile, who makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. And coming up is a significant message from NetSuite about their seven key strategies to grow your profits. It's free. And listen for a vital message from Rothy's about women's shoes, which my wife continues to say are the best she ever wore. More info on them just ahead, so please stay tuned. Today's show is about becoming financially fit and wrestling Olympian with Sarah Shavir and Ken Cherto. Let's see what we can learn through the success of others. Here's some info on Sarah Shavir. Sarah is the creator and founder of The Financially Fit Woman. She helps women, couples, and entrepreneurs become financially fit by teaching them about money. That's cool. And her vision and mission are to educate and empower you to have the confidence to achieve financial freedom. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Sarah. So great to have you on with us today. I am amazing. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. The honor is all mine. I can't wait to talk about this because I've seen some of your stuff on stage. I've seen some of your material. Absolutely amazing on how you teach people to become financially fit. But before we go into the good stuff, I'd love to know, how did it all start for you? What's your story? Well, I am originally from Puerto Rico. And uh, in Puerto Rico, obviously, well, as well as in the United States, obviously, I learned this later on, that there's not really that much education about money. You go to school, you uh, learn math, you learn history, right? Science. But when it comes to basic concepts of money there's nothing really available over there and to be honest it's still done on me how we still send our kids to school and they still don't have that financial education that needs in order for them to be financially fit or take charge of their money later on in life but um i actually came to the state uh looking to get away from the poverty dna yeah, I don't know if you have ever heard this concept, but the poverty DNA has been proven that it's kind of like a gene that we carry for generation to generation. And uh, the only way to break out of it, you have to get out of your environment. You have to make changes, even you know, men- mental changes, and also get educated. And thanks to great mentors that I found here in the United States, they actually show me with a lot of patience about that and how I could break out of that poverty mindset and the poverty DNA. Very impressive. And I understand that on a very deep scale also, Sarah. I grew up in that poverty mindset. I've lost count how many times I've heard in my family, we're poor, we can't afford it, we don't have the money. It's taken so much work over the years to get me out of that. It's insidious. It's so ingrained. It's like blue jeans being blue. You don't even think that anything else can exist. And I totally understand that. And I'm very impressed. Okay, I get it that you help break people out of that financial DNA issue. And so this is why you created, you actually observed that this is a missing ingredient. Let's dig more into your financially fit network. Tell us more about it and why you created it. The Financially Fit Network came after I created the Financially Fit Women. 
And uh, my heart and soul is obviously I want to help women, couples, and entrepreneurs to become financially fit by teaching them about money. Especially women there in my heart, probably first of all because I am a woman, second of all because of my own personal experience. Sometimes as men, you guys already know that you need to bring the bread, uh, you need to make money, and there's certain things that you kind of like know from when you're growing up and you watch your parents and your dad especially. However, things have changed a lot. Now women are taking a lot more forefront when it comes to finances. They're becoming head of the household because of what's going on. Yeah, like the, the rate of divorce, for example, is huge. And most of the time, uh, women are the ones that take care of the kids. Right, so they um, they become at least forty percent of the household with children under eighteen. They include women, and they are the primary household income. But that's one of the reasons. And then not only that, but women live longer than men as well. On average, women can outlive a man by fifteen years, and that means that men die and women get disabled. So we are not really prepared financially on that. And not only that, you know, in our brain, you know, aside from the poverty DNA, in our brain, for generations and decades and centuries, we are the gatherers. We are the ones that take care of the kids. We are the ones that take care of making the food and all those things. So that's what we have learned, what is ingrained in our brain. But now we are shifting to a generation where we are the taking the forefront in the workforce. We are the ones that are taking care of the kids and financially even, or even the household. So things, things are changing, but our mindset is not changing. And that's what I want to break through. I want to make sure that women learn to take charge of their money so they can live their lives on their own terms. I want to make sure that women understand the concept of wealth in order for them to be able to retire and experience freedom. And sometimes we think, well, I don't want to retire. Well, I understand that, but what about if you can have the choice of when you want to work and when you don't want to work? Instead of having, or instead of just have the choice to be a greeter at Walmart or be a janitor, right? So that's what actually inspired me. And then from there, people that are on my email list, Obviously, the concept of wealth are the concept of wealth, but then I have some men in my email list that says, Sarah, you know, everything that you're talking about is only geared towards women. Why don't you make it a little bit more general? So that's where the Financially Fit Network came about. I see. That makes perfect sense. And I understand that your niche your or niche, however people pronounce it, your focus is women. I totally get that. However, everything that you say and what you teach... It's about money. It applies to yes. men as well as women. And I totally get Correct. that. And I see how you can be successful. Now, I am curious, though, is your focus the entrepreneurial woman who, whether she's single or raising a family or on her own? Because in a normal scenario, and I perhaps that's kind of a weird word these days, the normal scenario, the husband's out working, the woman takes care of the kids and takes care of the house, but that's all changed these days. Do you also help that sort of a scenario too? Absolutely. I help women to start their own businesses, become entrepreneurs. Uh, that is something that I'm super passionate about. I think that even if you are a mom working uh, you know, at home with your kids, you can actually have your own business and start from there. I think that we can do it all if we want to. I think we're completely capable. And um, I'm very far away of what an employee mindset is. So I definitely want to uh, teach women that they can actually, again, have their own business and make their own money. Yeah, I totally get it. Being financially fit is extremely important. With food, we can eat. We can put gas in the car. We can take care of our loved ones. I totally get it. This is a society that is geared and all set up that way. And we don't know what's coming up. These are uncertain times we live in. We don't know what's, what could happen. Little tiny scares around the world and we see the videos, you know, 
the stores are empty. You know, the shelves are raided and looted and not in that way, but just everything's bought out. So we understand we have to also think of the future. Now, I always remember uh, a saying from Six Ziglar that says money doesn't necessarily make you happy, but it's right there up with oxygen. I know that at least 99% of our problems can be solved with money. And the problem that we have with money is, first of all, the perception that we have about money. And second of all, that we don't understand the concept, the basic concept of money that allows us to grow the money in order for us to take care of ourselves, to take care of our loved ones, and even to make a difference in the world. Those are the things that I want to spread out, that money is not bad. Money is just a tool that we use. It's an exchange of value, right? It's the perception that we have about money, what makes the difference. Totally agree. But I wanted to mention to the audience as well that you boast that the way you teach, it's considered controversial, unorthodox, and revolutionary. So I'd like to know, how is it that you teach something so radically different that it shocks people and yet it really works? All right. Well, the first thing is because there is a disconnect between our mind, our spirit, and our bank account. So, and that has everything to do with mindset. So in order for me to start changing your, um, your habits and behaviors about money, I have to teach you how to change your mindset regarding money. That's, that's the first thing. The second thing that makes it revolutionary and controversial is that if I ask you, Tony, like these days, today, at least 70% of the population where do you think they put their money right now for the retirement? Do you know? Personally, I don't know. I I don't think this is How I guess. Guess. <laughs> that there's much money there for people to put in their retirement. That's the problem. We see more and more seniors, I think, and I know I'm talking on a very general scale, but yeah. I seem to see more and more seniors are out there. I know someone who should be retired, and here he is doing another job nights and weekends and actually making some money on it because he has to, to survive. And I'm thinking yes. the times have changed. It's, it's different. And, and when there is some money, and I'm again generalizing because there's, of course, that the level of the population that doesn't worry about it and probably doesn't listen to podcasts like this, but the majority of the people, there's not enough money. There's fees and taxes and this and that and this. There's a little bit of everything being taken away. So what's left isn't very much forcing people to work more. Okay, so I'll tell you this. The majority of people these days that are employees, they put their money on a 401k, right? It's so sad when I speak to some of my clients that they think that a 401k is free of charge, that has no fees, that they don't have to pay taxes. So that only tells me that, again, they're not educated about where they're putting their money. Because 401 ks have, can have up to 17 different fees. Let's start with that. 401 ks are not tax-free. They're tax-deferred. So when you need it the most, after you're 60, 65, that you don't want to work anymore and you can, you want to start taking that money and use it to sustain yourself, that's when Uncle Sam comes and knocks on your door, the IRS, and say, hey, I want my money. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about becoming financially fit and wrestling Olympian with Sarah Shaver and Ken Cherto. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, if you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019, have you asked yourself what you're paying for? You know, between expensive retail stores, inflated prices, and hidden fees, you really are being taken advantage of. You know why? Because they know you'll pay. Well, enter Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost. Because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you, as it should be. I found Mint Mobile very easy to set up and install, and get this, 
my bill went down from over $100 a month to just 15 bucks. Imagine that, 15 bucks. This is a dream come true. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Hey, ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. Did I say it only costs 15 bucks a month? This is amazing. Now to get your wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash Tony. That's mintmobile.com slash Tony. Come on, cut your wireless bill down to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash Tony. Hey guys, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, right? But then the growing problem businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers is their hodgepodge of business systems. You know, one system for accounting, another for sales, another for inventory, and on and on. And it just becomes this big, inefficient mess, taking too much time and too many resources. And as we all know, that hurts the bottom line. Well, I got a solution here, introducing NetSuite by Oracle. It's the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform. And that gives you the visibility and control you need to grow. Now with NetSuite, you save time, money, and yay, you save on unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, accounting, orders, and HR instantly. I love it. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. Here you go. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits. We all need this. Get this at netsuite.com slash Tony D. That's netsuite.com slash Tony D to download your free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits. netsuite.com slash Tony D, T-O-N-Y-D. Get your free guide and grow your profits. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn from today's guests. Today's show is about becoming financially fit and wrestling Olympian with Sarah Shaver and Ken Certo. Sarah's methods are not typical of a financial advisor. What she teaches and the way she explains are considered controversial, unorthodox, and revolutionary. All right, and now back to the chat with Sarah. So I had a client, for example, that he had $800,000 in his 401k. By the time that we calculated how, he had, how much he had to pay in fees and how much he had to pay in taxes, he ended up with $525,000. And again, this is where the majority of people in the United States are putting their money. Why? Because that's all they know. 401ks were not meant for the majority of the workforce. 401k was actually created for that, that uh, one percenters that were making millions of dollars, the executives at the, at the companies. But the government, they found, and the government found other ways to make money, so they made it available to everybody else. Go ahead, sorry. No, that's all right. It's also a little bit of a curse, as you're saying, Sarah, because I know someone with a 401k, and believe it or not, that person cannot touch that money until that person quits that job or no longer works. However, this is the rub. The person is allowed to borrow off of that money and pay interest and fees and everything. And it just eats away the money. It's just another part of the system. You think you've got that money like that gentleman you just mentioned, $300,000 gone in fees, this and that. It's not the amount of money we think we have isn't really there. Exactly. And, uh, and, and again, like you said, you know, that's money that we don't know. Like even, even if somebody that is an employee and they go to their employer that established this 401k for the employees as an extra benefit, 
they can go to the employee and they can ask about, okay, how does my 401k work? They don't even know. Only the person that, we don't even know if the person that established that 401k in that company knows everything that is included in that 401k, all the rules and regulations. Oh, the absolutely. Employer, the employee is directed to the actual company that has the 401k money and talk to them about it. Exactly. The employer uh, is using this in order for them to save taxes, right? It's a tax benefit for them. That's their, that's their point of view to offer this, right? So if, there's nothing wrong to having, if you're an employee, there's nothing wrong to having a 401k. My suggestion is just use it up to the company match because it's free money, right? Who doesn't want free money? Now, what if I tell you that there is a product in California that has no management fees, that is tax exempt, and that you don't take the risk on losing your money if the market crash? What would you say about a product like that? I love it. Hurry up. Tell us, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is a product that is available. It's available for anybody that is in the United States right now. But it's what they, it's what Tony Robbins called in his, in his book, Money Master the Game, the rich man rock. Why? Because that, that 1% of the rich, they know about this program. They know about this option, right? And they utilize it. They take advantage of that. It's called PPLI and, or LERT. They call it LERT too, uh, on the book, uh, The Power of Zero. I don't remember uh, the name of the author right now, but, Basically, the power series is talking about how you can have investment without having to pay taxes. And again, it's not that we want to keep the government or anything like that, but we want to keep the majority of our hard-earned money. And unfortunately, people get upset sometimes when they hear politics saying, well, you know, this person just made $200 million and he only pays 14%. When I'm barely making forty, fifty, one hundred thousand dollars, and I have to pay twenty, thirty, fifty percent in taxes, right? But it's not that they're cheating the system; it's that they understand how it works and they know where to put the money. So that's exactly what I do. I want to teach you not only how to change your mindset when it comes to money, but I want to teach you where to put it and educate you in a way that allows you to grow your money, and that by the time that you need it the most that you don't want to work anymore, or at least you want to choose when to work and where not to, you can actually utilize that money without having to lose it because that's when you need it the most. This is indeed revolutionary. Now, all of the audience members here with 401ks or about to go into a 401k and starting a new job, and of course, there's a lot of members in my audience, they're, they're career-minded, and no doubt they took advantage and are taking advantage of the 401k system of their company. What you're saying, Sarah, is that all these people have a better option to save more money and keep more of that 401k if they follow some advice you're going to give them or help you manage them. Where does this lead to, please? Yes, absolutely. And I'm not going to say that one thing is better than the other, but I want to say, hey, there are other options too that you should explore and see if that option is convenient for you. Because that's the other part of my business. That's the other thing that I, that I do. I want to empower you to take charge of your money. I want to empower you to make your own decisions. 62% of women, they don't have a financial advisor. And 70% of them, they fire the financial advisors within two years after the husband's death. And 7% of women only trust their financial advisor. But why is this? Because their financial advisors, even though they can say that they're fiduciary, all they want you to do is say, hey, trust me, just give me your money and I manage it for you. And we are living in different, in different times. People are, are, they want to know, they want to be educated about where are you putting your, my money? What are you doing with it? And they want to even have the choice to make the decisions regarding this. But if the financial advisors don't want to teach them, because they know if they do, they're going to lose the business, because that's, that's probably what will happen, then that's what they're losing, right? And, but that's not the way I work. I want to educate you. I want to show you the options. And I want you to make the decision for yourself and for your family. That's what makes the difference. 
with what I do as a financial coach and other financial advisors. You're listening to Sarah Shavir talking about becoming financially fit. You can find out more about her at thefinanciallyfitwoman.com. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about becoming financially fit and wrestling Olympian with Sarah Shavir and Ken Cherto. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey guys, have you heard about this company making stylish shoes for women and girls out of recycled plastic water bottles? Oh, and they're insanely comfortable and machine washable. And I mean insanely. Rothy's has grown quickly to this most loved, gotta have them brand. I've said this before. My wife loves her Rothy's and they are the best shoes she's ever worn. She wears them around the house. She says they massage her feet. And we were out the other day at dinner and I looked down like, okay, let's see. Is she wearing her Rothy's? And I looked down and yep, she's wearing her Rothy's all the time. Forget these other shoes. She just keeps wearing her Rothy's. How do you make them so comfortable? I am impressed. These shoes are ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. And are you ready for this? There's zero break-in period in these shoes. And that's unheard of. And they're also in a wide range of colors and patterns and styles. And if that's not enough, dig this. It's going to blow your mind because these shoes are made from recycled plastic water bottles. Go figure. You know, Rothy's has diverted over 25 million water bottles from landfills. And another major bonus, they're fully machine washable. Every time you need a refresh, just toss them into the washing machine. It's like getting a fresh pair every laundry day. All right, everyone. Go to rothys.com slash Tony. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash Tony to get your new favorite flats. Comfort, style, sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash Tony today. And again, that's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash T-O-N-Y. Check out your Rothys and let me know how you love them. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn from today's guests. Today's show is about becoming financially fit and wrestling Olympian with Sarah Shavir and Ken Cherto. And now back to the chat with our guests. Sarah, we have members that uh, we've just discussed. They had their 401k. There's confusions and there's fear. They're not allowed to touch it. If they touch it, there's their tax. They can't, t- they can't take it out. They have to put it where the programs are that the company advises. And there's no way they want to touch it because it grows and grows and it's a lot of money to them. Can people safely move their 401k from wherever their employer may designate as a suggestion or whatever? Can they safely move it to another place, perhaps where you may suggest? Well, like you said, if they're working right now, if they have that job, they have to see what are the guidelines on that specific program that they are in because not every 401k is the same. And then if they are allowed to move it, most likely it has to go to a taxable investment too, no matter what, which will be like an IRA, for example. There's no cost to move it to something like that. But to move it from a taxable investment to a non-taxable investment, which is something that I can show my clients that legally I cannot suggest something like that. Let's say it that way, right? But they can lower what they're contributing to their 401k and then the difference, they can actually put it in a non-taxable investment that will grow as well at no risk, that will compound. And that's another uh, thing. You're like, 
all of these investments, the beauty of it is that it's compounded interest. But the downside of investments like the 401k is that they're subject to market conditions. And if the market crash or go negative, like it happened in 2008, that it went negative 38%, they can lose a big chunk of their money. So it's a risky investment. And right now, we're living in a bear market, but we don't know what will happen in a year or two. The market is cyclical, and we all know that. There's a time to of expansion, and then there's a time of contraction. And right now, we're living on a time of expansion. But we know that the time of construction is going to come again, because that's how the market works. It's a cycle. It works in cycles. All right, Sarah. For those that have a 401k, what's the next step? for that person to learn more about what their options are that they may not know about that will actually bring them more money. What would be the next step, please? So one of the things that I do is that I offer a a complimentary financial freedom analysis. And then after we do that assessment, then I can provide with some options and then they can choose what they will feel that that it will be better for them. All right. And can a person find out more about this, sign up, register, whatever, at the website, thefinanciallyfitwoman.com? That is correct. And by the way, for the audience, woman is W-O-M-E-N. So thefinanciallyfitwoman.com, women for plural. And one last one, Sarah, for the entrepreneur, small business owner, and so forth, they don't have a 401k. They're thinking this may or may not apply to them except for friends or family that they know they have 401k. What do you have for all the rest of us? Again, it's the same thing. Like everything applies to everybody when it comes to the financial freedom analysis. I think that everybody deserves to know what is their financial freedom number. And the financial freedom number is that number that you need based on your lifestyle or the lifestyle that you want to have when you are older. How much do you will need in order to survive or in order to leave. And like, for example, you and I, Tony, we're in California, and you know that California is one of the most priciest states, right, to live. So unless they want to move to Kentucky, Oklahoma, or something like that, they should actually consider preparing right now and knowing their options. And don't think, you know, those young people that are in their 20s, don't think that they this doesn't apply to you. Because it actually... The younger you are, the better and the most benefit you will be able to take care of. Now, the people that are in their 60s and even their 70s don't think that this doesn't apply to you either. Because what is better? Being 70 and broke or 80 and broke or being 70 and 80 and at least have some money aside or some money that is actually growing for you to help you out. So this applies to... Pretty much everybody. These are great points. Once again, this is Sarah Shavir talking about becoming financially fit. You can find out more about her at thefinanciallyfitwoman.com. Sarah, thank you for explaining some of this, helping, and thank you for offering the free consultation so that we can have more information about what we can do that's more wise with the money that we have and the money that we're making. Absolutely. It is my pleasure. Again, like, if there's something that I want is that people are in the know. You know, like we all deserve that. We all deserve to be in the know on what is available out there. We all deserve to take charge of our own money and live our life in our own terms. And it doesn't matter who's in, at, in the office, right? Who is the governor or the president or the mayor. It doesn't matter. Our life is not, is not decided by them. Our life is decided by what we do in our own household. I love it. Once again, thank you so much, Sarah. And when there's something important financially, please come back and give us an update. Hey, absolutely. My pleasure. And now we have Ken Chirto join us. Ken is a U.S. Olympian, two times junior champion. While at Penn State, Ken was a three times NCAA All-American and three times academic All-American. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Ken. Great to have you back on again for another exciting interview. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. The honor is mine. And right off the bat, I'd like to let the audience know, go to KenCherto.com. I'm going to spell it K 
K-E-N, of course. Cherto is C-H-E-R-T-O-W.com. And the reason I'm asking you to go check this out is you got to see this video. You've got to see it yourself. Ken's highlights of his wrestling. He moves so fast. I have not seen anything, anyone move so fast on the wrestling floor or boxing floor or MMA floor or anything. It is absolutely amazing. Just saying it doesn't do any justice. Go to KenCherto.com and check that out. It's going to blow your mind. And Ken, you are a badass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm flattered and honored, Tony. Well, you know how it is. The the older we get, the tougher we were. Uh, I gotcha. You know, and also for the audience, maybe, you know, also introduce, I, I know I stepped a little bit out of protocol. Let's kind of take things from the beginning. Let's introduce you to the audience as well while they're looking at this really great video. Tell us, how did it all start for you and what's your backstory? Gosh, that's a long time ago. My my mom got me out for wrestling. I was kind of feisty and energetic, and I, I'm short. I, you know, I was under five foot. I'm over five foot now, but as a kid, you know, I was, it was just a good sport for me. I played a lot of different sports, soccer, football, baseball, tennis, did a little bit of everything, and uh, I was average, above average, pretty good, aggressive, but uh, the combat sport of wrestling made sense, so uh, she took me to the YMCA. We did some wrestling. Uh, I did okay, but I wasn't that quick and nimble at that time. But, you know, I took a liking to it, and I liked the workout, I liked the exercise, I liked the fitness component. And basically, when I hit middle school, I started wrestling year-round and lifting weights year-round. I made a total commitment to fitness and nutrition, and uh, it worked out. You know, Ten years later, I made it to the Olympics. So, as a long story short, is that I fell in love with wrestling. I liked the art of it. I liked the battle. I liked the workouts. Um, just grinded through the sport. I worked out in the end. I got to wrestle in college at Penn State. Um, we know, we're one of the powerhouses in the country in wrestling. Uh, my own mother has won eight of the last nine NCAA championships. We're actually hosting the Olympic trials here in State College, Pennsylvania, where I live. Uh, next, you know, next year, the 2020 Olympic trials will be at Penn State University. So I'm going to be involved in promotion and excited about that. Some of my rest of my kids that train are potential Olympians. So. That's kind of where we are now. It's no longer about me. It's about helping others, you know, coaching kids and coaching college athletes and Olympians and trying to help them fulfill their goals. Ken, thank you for that. And I got to say, as well as let the audience know, you're a little bit humble. And again, check out KenCherto.com. Check out his bio, everyone. This is so long to read. It'll take me 20 minutes to just read all (laughs) of your accomplishments and your medals and your awards. Absolutely amazing. I'm not even joking. And, you know, check it out, audience, and you'll see it's the real deal. It's done so much so well. And I can go in a couple different directions. Great on your accomplishments. Amazing on the Olympic trials going to be held out there. Let's kind of take things apart a little bit. In no particular order, you now coach and you have students. You have a gold medal training camp. I'd like to know what do you do that perhaps could be different as opposed to any other training camp? And how do your students excel and perhaps any successes they've had? That's a big question, I know. We'll take it as sure, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> that's a lot of questions wrapped in one. Well, stand, making me stand out in the crowd, I thrive to make wrestling fun. I mean, you have to enjoy what you're doing. If you're going to make a commitment to something, you can't dislike it. You got You can't even just like it. You got to fall in love. You got to develop passion for the sport. So I try to instill a passion in my athletes, whether they're eight years old or 18, I want them to enjoy the training, enjoy the learning, and really have a positive experience. Uh, I'm a very positive coach. Uh, I certainly know the art of it, studying our sport meticulously since I was a teenager, and uh, you know, I just, I'm engrossed in wrestling, and I, you know, I'm an expert in the sport, so I try to pass that along by athletes. Um, definitely, we, we hit on the nutrition and strength component really hard, so certainly half of wrestling's technique, but the other half is about being strong and having maximum endurance and total focus and concentration. I mean, one little lapse, boom, next thing you know, you're getting tossed. So we really hit hard on that. The nutrition aspect of it is critical. Training your body to just get ripped and down to the right fighting weight. And, um, you know, I just take a real holistic approach to make sure I can get the most out of my athletes, specifically to the camp. I mean, I run my wrestling camp at the uh, Penn State Ramada Conference Center. So by most colleges, they host camps, they put the mats on campus, they have some counselors doing their thing, it's kind of a, an afterthought, and it's somewhat of true for all sports, they just throw camps together and host them at colleges, 
I, I do professional camp operation. I bring this great clinicians to help me. I organize. We break into groups by size and skill. And the Penn State Ramada is a really nice facility. I've been there for over 20 years. And uh, that's where I run, run my gold medal training camp system. And we get kids ages 6 to 18. We get beginners. We get intermediate. We get a lot of studs. I mean, it's a, a whole hodgepodge of kids, people, and they fly in from all over the country. And uh, it's pretty nice setup there, too. The airport's like eight miles from from State College, so it works out very well. It's simple to get into here, and uh, I've, I've built a nice tradition of wrestling here. When I try to get a lot of my guys college, there's certainly not all of my athletes can't go to Penn State for college, but we're placing kids in a lot of different Ivy League schools in the Northeast. Um, we got different kids that go out, you know, out west too. Like I cover Stanford wrestling for the past 12 networks. You know, we try to send different people to different places, and there's a lot of small college wrestling too uh, beyond the major Division One schools. So I just I try to help. One of the goals is to help our students make a commitment. They're not just athletics, but also education, and, and use wrestling as a vehicle to help them prepare for college and life, and ideally earn some scholarship money along the way. So those are some of the goals through my camp system. Oh, thanks for sharing all that. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about becoming financially fit and wrestling Olympian with Sarah Shaver and Ken Cherto. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn from today's guests. Today's show is about becoming financially fit and wrestling Olympian with Sarah Shaver and Ken Cherto. While studying and training at Penn State, Ken was a three-times NCAA All-American, World Espoir Champion, Pan-American Champion, and U.S. Olympian. Ken also excelled in the classroom as he became a three-times Academic All-American, graduating from Penn State with a 3.6 GPA. And now back to the chat with Ken. What kind of successes have your students had from your gold medal training camp? Well, I can give you a long laundry list, but I'd say the most recent one that was prominent is a young man named Zane Rutherford. Zane grew up about an hour from here, and he would not only come to summer camps, but he would commute. You know, his parents would bring him to my local club, which I have. I have a home training center on my property. I have a wrestling gym. And uh, he would come for a decade, from 8 to 18. And uh, he went on to Penn State. He was the most dominating wrestler for the past couple of years in college wrestling. Three-time undefeated NCAA champion. And uh, he's one of the front runners to make the Olympic team for 2020. I'm hoping he will. He's been a junior world champion in the 20 and underage group. And uh, Zane's a really good example of somebody that made a commitment, not just through my camps, but also my year-round club. He just did great work. And he's a, a famous name in the wrestling circle. Now, you, you never know who's going to be on top. He was actually defeated last week by another phenomenal uh, sophomore from Cornell, Yanni Diakamalis, the, the Greek freak, we call him, like the basketball player in a... He's an amazing competitor, too, and him and Zane are to be fighting along among others to make you with the team. But I, I could I could list, go on and on, of different champions. One of my, another one of my favorites is local is Quinton Wright, who also went to Penn State. And he grew up from, like, a 130-pound freshman to a 197-pound NCAA champion. When somebody just, he just kept eating and lifting and training and bettering himself, and he's such a clean, living, hard work guy, and he went on to Penn State to be a four-time All-American and two-time NCAA champion. Those are a couple of my local success stories off the top of my head. Kids have just recently come through, and they stayed in town and went to Penn State and did great work. Another younger guy that I was coming through, his name's Caden Hiley. He's at NC State now. He's just 20 years old, but he's, he was All-American right away as a freshman, and again this year as a sophomore. He's one of the top top-notch wrestlers, 20 and under age group in the world championship level right now for his age group, and he's trying to make the jump to the senior level, so lots of guys, and lots, lots of little kids, too. I mean, most of the kids that come to my camp, including these guys who are now men, started when they were 7, 8, 9 years old coming to my camps, 
So those three boys I mentioned are just casual campers. They're guys that came to my camp literally for a decade, every year. And they're also kids that did extra with me throughout the school year, too. So I'm real proud of those three. Phenomenal, amazing. Hats off to you on that, Ken. And I can see that the determination that they're focused, they're in it, they're not just casual, they're, they're at it, they're at it, they're at it. And the results you've attained, I'm so impressed. Yeah, I got to tell you something about those three. You know, they're all different size, shanks. Wrestlers come in all sorts of different builds, long and lanky, short, stocky. But some of the common attributes they have that carry over to everything we do, like a lot of people listen to your show are, are probably entrepreneurs and, and business people. Maybe they do some different sports growing up. But some of the common threads of those, those three are consistent commitment over time, developing a passion for what they do, really relentless. You know, they might have setbacks, but instead of dealing with stars themselves, they keep plugging away. So those three boys I mentioned, Zane Rutherford, Quentin Wright, Hayden Heidley, they're not like world-class athletes. Like when they were eight, I was like, wow, they're going to be special. Or even when they were 12, they just kept plugging away at it. Literally a decade plus of commitment to perfect the art of wrestling, to perfect their individual styles. And they're just classy kids. They're hard workers. And, but so many lessons of sports, whether it's wrestling or any other sport your listeners might do, you know, sports are training for the rest of your life. And we apply all these lessons of commitment and discipline and perseverance in all the sports that we do as teenagers to, to our lives, to our careers, to our businesses. I just think it's such a good way to train people for the future. Ken, you mentioned just earlier you did some work for Pac-12. Tell us a little bit more about that. Oh, that's some fun stuff. Well, I've been doing TV broadcasting and wrestling as an analyst for over 20 years when uh, this company called CSTV, College Sports Television, was started over 20 years ago. One of my college teammates named Chris Bevilacqua. Now, that's somebody you might want to talk to. He's a legend in the sports marketing world, the TV enterprises. And he literally started CSTV, and they sold it to CBS for $30 million. CBS became CBS College Sports Network, and that was his network. And I worked with CBS for a couple of years before the Big Ten Network was created. And Chris Bevilacqua was very involved in the creation of BTN, the Big Ten Network. So I jumped to the Big Ten. This dates back about 12 years ago, and I worked at Big Ten Network and had a lot of fun as an analyst there. And then the Pac-12 Network was created. You can relate to that, being a California guy. I mean, the Pac-12 Network is about eight or nine years old now, based in San Francisco. And I was like, well, do I keep covering Minnesota and Iowa and all these cold states, or do I get on a plane and go to Stanford and Arizona State? And, uh, it wasn't a very difficult decision. The Pac-12 was really good to me, and they offered a nice opportunity, and uh, I've been working for the Pac-12 Network since the very beginning. It's a lot of fun. Arizona State, Stanford, Oregon State are three of the prominent teams in Division One wrestling. They keep getting better. Um, right now, Arizona State has got some really great individuals. They were in the top ten at the NCAA tournament. But Stanford actually beat them to win the Pac-12 Conference. They've got a lot of parity up and down. And it's really impressive when a really highly high-level academic school like Stanford can excel in wrestling, too. So they're obviously recruiting the top scholar athletes nationwide, and uh, kudos to them. Uh, but Oregon State's got a great program, too, and I enjoy getting up there to Oregon. So it's three different environments now. Those are the three main places I fly to. We cover Pac-12 wrestling. Those are the three powerhouses of the Pac-12. So it's just a lot of fun doing that. And, uh, you know, I, I know wrestlers, so I consider I'm the analyst, right? There's a play-by-play guy who's a typical uh, you know, TV guy who does TV year-round, and there's a couple different ones I work with. But I get to talk about the rest and I break down what's happening, explain to people what's going on. It's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I watch the basketball. It's the old Dick Mattel. He's full of energy, right? So I'm kind of calm up a bit. Yeah. But I do appreciate his energy and the, the intelligence and excitement he brings to the sport. I try to make wrestling entertaining for the viewer. I want to be able to help somebody that's never seen wrestling or rarely seen wrestling, which may be one of your listeners right now, to actually enjoy watching the wrestling on the Pac-12 Networks. So it's really been an honor to work with them and for them. Interesting, you know, um, another analyst joined me, and he covers some of the different events, too. Uh, Anthony Robles, that's another person you should talk to, Tony. We, I'll definitely introduce you to Anthony Robles. Anthony is an NCAA champion from Arizona State. And you might recall, he, he won the NCAA championship. He has one leg. And what an incredible success story. I mean, this is crazy stuff. He's got one leg and wins the NCAA championship. Um, he's an SB Award winner for Courage and overcoming obstacles, just, a, just an incredible success story. But he is also 
an analyst for the Pac-12 Network. He just started about four or five years ago. He's a little younger, quite a bit younger than me. But it's great to have him on board. And we work together every year at the finals. So we do different dual meets separately. But when we have the Pac-12 finals, Anthony Robles and I get together and, and do the Pac-12 finals along with our play-by-play guy. Our play-by-play guy this year is actually a famous guy. Uh, Darren Sutton, he's Don's son. Don's a famous pitcher who won over 300 games for the, for the Dodgers, the Cubs, and many other teams. To, uh, but his son is a play-by-play guy for the Pac-12 Networks. So that's kind of fun. We worked together with him at the, at the finals this year at uh, Arizona State. Ken, your passion comes through so loud and clear. It's amazing. You're so much fun to watch when you do your analyzing of the games and the competition and so forth. And I'd like to know, your alma mater, Penn State, you mentioned this, they won six of the last seven NCAA championships. What was your involvement in that? Well, sending a couple of those guys we talked about earlier, developing studs. I'm not intimately involved. They have a full-time staff. I used to coach at Penn State in the 90s, and I chose to leave college coaching and just work with kids full-time. So my job is to develop guys that, you know, can get college scholarships. And I've sent a lot of wrestlers to Penn State over the years, but certainly not every wrestler is going to make it to Penn State. That's the cream of the cream of the crop. And you have to have a certain genetic ability, a certain, you know, just that total commitment like Zane Rutherford and like Quentin Wright. Those are two super examples that became superstars at Penn State. But there's other guys, just Brian Freire up there right now doing well. He's a state placer in Pennsylvania. He's going to law school. Luke Fries, a nurse anesthetist that came through my program that graduated a couple of years ago. So, I mean, I, I have different guys that go there. Some are starters, some are, some are not starters, but they're all contributors and getting after it. And Penn State's loaded, though. When you get that good, it's like Duke basketball. It's like a Duke basketball, UConn basketball. Interesting, UConn got upset recently. But anyways, you know, they get the cream of the crop recruits. So they're recruiting nationwide. And certainly some of my campers from other parts of the country get to go there, too. But it's just, a, you know, they're getting the best athletes and I'm part of building the tradition at Penn State as a competitor there. We were good when I got there, but my group of friends um, helped Penn State elevate the game. We were, you know, national dual meet champions when I was there as an athlete. We uh, had a great performance. As a coach there, we won the national duels. We were second in the NCAA tournament. Just as both as an athlete and coach, I had a big impact on Penn State wrestling. But the current era of coaches, a different group of guys, and they're doing a wonderful job. They built a powerhouse. And we just got a rich culture of wrestling in the state of Pennsylvania, 600 high schools wrestle in Pennsylvania. And just a lot of tradition here. A lot of high school coaches are serious about it. A lot of kids start young. So it's just a pretty exciting environment to have that kind of dominance. It's gone now from six to the last seven. I mean, now to eight to the last nine. It's kind of unprecedented. It's kind of like UCLA basketball or UConn women's basketball. Just kind of in Alabama football. It's that type of dominance. That's the type of separation my alma mater has got for the crowd now fun times for wrestling in this area. can't think of how exciting that's got to be and how proud you are being from that area as well and submitting and helping in many capacities in there. My gym is right down the road here. So I bought four acres of property about seven miles from Penn State University. Um, This has been 20 years ago now. So I live out here just off campus ways and I have my house and my wrestling gym and uh, pretty cool. And then I could go up and watch dual meets. So, you know, I mentioned earlier I worked for the Pac-12, but I actually do cover some Big Ten Network matches still. Um, one of the coolest matches of the year, one of my fun experiences, uh, now let's get back to your question, but it, we filled 16,000-seat arena, Bryce Jordan Center for the Michigan game, the town was Michigan to Penn State, and it was live on the Big Ten Network. We sold out the arena, and you know, I was the analyst there. And it was really cool, fun time. So usually we use this arena, it's called Rec Hall, that fills season tickets are sold out at like 7,000 tickets. But for a couple matches a year, we go to the big arena and sell that out, too. And it was on national TV. And, and that was pretty fun. So I, I'm always working to not just coach the sport, but also promote it and grow it and get other folks involved. So, like, there might be some folks listening to this broadcast that have businesses or entrepreneurs. You have children, grandchildren. And, uh, hey, you want to get them involved in sports. Sports is training for life. But definitely every young boy or girl should try wrestling. It's just a great art of self-defense, great fitness, great exercise. And, and on that thought, you know, girls wrestling is booming like crazy. I mean, it's just exploding. You know, I've got a girls camp. We get a great ton of girls. Just exciting times for our sport as, as women are getting more opportunities in our sport of wrestling. Thank you, Ken. And I'd like to remind the audience, there's an earlier interview with Ken and I from a couple of years ago. Check that out. There's a lot more information in there about wrestling and wrestling and boxers and all sorts of great stuff. So you guys got to check that out. It's a great, great interview. And Ken, before we go, I wanted 
touch upon one thing because I know how important it is, and I think it's not viewed as important as it should be. That's proper nutrition, proper care. It, it is separate from the technique and the working and, and being on the mat, but it's getting that physical body infrastructure in place and strong. And I believe you have something that really helps. Let's, uh, let's talk about that. Yeah, well, definitely nutrition is a core component of anybody's lifestyle. If you want to be feeling good and perform well, whether it's office or whether it's, you know, at play or whether it's sports, you want to have good, healthy nutrition. And, and I also use supplements. I'm a nutrition and wellness coach at KenCertoNutrition.com. And people go there and get different components. We have products for athletes, certainly, and that's a given. But we also really cater to people's wellness. I help a lot of parents, coaches, friends with their wellness. I personally, you've seen the photo I sent you, Tony, so I've I lost, kept off over 20 pounds over the last seven years. I've recently recommitted and really banged down, got the lowest I've been, so I've lost a total and kept off a total of 25 pounds, and I just feel great. I, I use the product daily. I'm a product of the product. I'm good at coaching people through their weight loss and wellness program, and I just, I've always embraced nutrition. I mean, heck, I competed before supplements were a thing, but now... Supplements are commonplace, widely accepted. They can help raise your metabolism and lower your appetite, help you lose weight and feel better. And I use them consistently, and I recommend them, and I coach people through them. So anybody from any walk of life, welcome to contact me. I'm glad to coach you and help you, give you tips. And and you get on my website, you learn all about it. Certainly, I have a 10% of my people, a base within an hour here that I help, but I'm out in rural Pennsylvania. Now, this is the combination of great supplements and e-commerce. I'm one of the lead distributors in the country, not just because I get the word out, but because I help people. I help coach them. I teach them to succeed. I teach them product information. But it's also about making a commitment to a healthy lifestyle. They eat in small, healthy portions, drinking plenty of water, being disciplined and consistent commitment, and just all the basic things that you learn through life. And I help coach people to do these, but then also the products. I mean, the products are incredible in the sense they raise your metabolism and lower your appetite. Holy smoke. And they give me extra energy through the roof. So that's the benefit. I mean, I'm, I'm your coach. I coach you for free. There's no fee for my coaching. When you're one of my product users, I'm there to help my folks. So really, I enjoy that just as much as I enjoy coaching wrestling. I was lean and mean as a competitor, and I've stayed healthy as a 53-year-old man. That's why I'm 53 years old and going strong. I still scrap at camp with anybody. I take on all comers. So I'm still healthy, and I'm a product of those products. I need, I need them all I can at 50 now. But um, I also, there's also joint supplement products that are very helpful too. So definitely has a product for, for you. We actually have five product lines. So pretty user-friendly. We have something for everybody. It's just a matter of getting on the phone or email with me so I can whip them into shape. That's a great offer, Ken. Well, there you go, everyone. Walk, actually run, don't walk. <laughs> Check this out. Ken Cherto, wrestling champion and Olympian. You can find him at KenCherto.com. You can also get his nutrition site through there. Ken, C-H-E-R-T-O-W dot com. If you want to learn some wrestling, and uh, as Tony says, I'm, I'm flattered that you like my video, Tony. KenCherto.com is where my general page is and has some wrestling videos and lots of camp information, too. Ken, you sound great. You look great. Thank you so much for gracing us with this interview. And I definitely want to keep following your career and the career of your students and those that train with you. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for giving us this interview today. Thank you. Great questions. I appreciate you firing me up and let me share with the audience. So I, I wish everybody much success in their ventures. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured a few prominent elite entrepreneurs who took their vision to reality. I hope this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to interview these great people. Tell me how you like this show. I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Did you grow up in a poverty mindset like Sarah or I did? Have you heard of poverty DNA before? What's ingrained in your mind since you were young? I find some of the most brilliant entrepreneurs had that mindset as a kid, but not all. I find that no matter where one starts in life, that success comes about from setting a good vision and then moving on that path. I'm positive of that. Do you know what your mindset is regarding money? When was the last time you got an adjustment on this? Are you being forced to work more as we were discussing? Have you planned for retirement? Is this taken care of? And Ken Cherto hit it on the head when he quickly acknowledged that our audience is comprised of businessmen and entrepreneurs. His takeaway hit home as common threads between his sport and your world are one, 
consistent commitment over time. Two, developing a passion for what you do. Three, being relentless, keep plugging away. His success in dominating his profession, as well as his students, show that those three points will take you way up to the top. Focus on those and work on them. What did you get from today's interview with Sarah and Ken? Tell us what you got out of this. Tweet at Tony D-U-R-S-O. Now remember, grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. It always starts with the decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The free ebook is still online at TonyDURSO.com. At some point, the full book will be released with much more info. But for now, get that and use that to stimulate your success. I created my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. You can do it too. Please follow me on social media and you can find most of those links on the homepage at TonyDURSO.com. And yes, you can get the vision map there. And if you have iTunes or access to any Apple device, look up my name, Tony D-U-R-S-O, and subscribe to my show. A kind review there will get you tremendous appreciation back in return. Thanks. And remember, success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Be righteous. Join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.